0: Thanks for listening to The Issue Podcast. If you like what you hear, then be sure to catch us every week on all your streaming services. Make sure to follow our social media. All links can be found in the description of our episodes. Email us your thoughts. Our email is theissuemailbox at gmail.com. Also, sign up for the newsletter while you're there. And uh, you can do that by going to our website that we have linked in this episode. All you have to do is put in your email and click sign up. Guys, don't forget to like, subscribe, share with your friends. And thanks for listening to The Issue. You are now locked in and listening to
1: The Issue. You look at this schedule. Find me the wins here. Find me the wins. You've got to be delusional if you think he's elite. Well, from what I'm seeing right now, he's a top 10 guy in this league, no doubt.
0: absolutely I think they can beat for a championship I I don't even think that's a a debate I'm willing to to have
1: this is the issue yo what's up we are back it is Wednesday September 15th this is a show we do and it's called the issue Uh, we are back for another episode Feels and good. an absolute loaded show after week one of the NFL. We got the subscription service going around now, so go sign up for that. Subscribe.
0: Happy Happy uh, Roberto Clemente Day. Um, you know, just take a moment to. I don't know. I guess be like thankful, you know. But I guess also just kind of maybe introspectively look. Dude did a lot of uh, a lot of charity and stuff. That's actually you know how. I don't know if anyone knows the story, but you know he's flying to donate his time, resources, money, I forget what country, was it Was it Cuba? Uh, I think it was or the Dominican was Republic. Somewhere, yeah, somewhere in Central America, Latin America, right, um, to donate his time, money, resources for, you know, a great cause, and uh, unfortunately crashed and died, but not only a great ball player, but a better person, I think, like, everybody, you could be good at your profession, let's all be better people, you know what right. I mean?
1: Yeah. Um. So, this is the issue, we have a lot to get to today, we're gonna start out, we have where we were right, where we were wrong. Uh, you're gonna start there. Oh, come um, I'll tell you one
0: thing: there was a lot. <laughs> there was a lot of wrongs this th- week.
1: There was a lot of both.
0: Uh, it was. It was, a, it was a better week for you than me, but it was still. It was still a rough week in general.
1: Yeah, and then we will. Uh, we'll be getting to the major takeaways from week one uh, in the first segment, and then moving into the second segment, we will have kind
0: of uh, almost like I guess not the major, the minor takeaways. Yeah, that, you
1: know what I mean? Like right. hit the rest of the games. Yeah, because
0: I want. You, I'm, I think I think people you know you guys can come here and get your news as well as just opinions right so we're going to you know update you fill you in on the rest of the games that we're not going to talk about that don't have like
1: big overarching like season type things to look at right and then uh, we'll finish off the second segment with the superlatives from week 1 best um Best players at their positions, basically. Yeah,
0: I think we have one that's like the biggest disappointment, but it's mostly like the best and stuff like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so also kind of a lookout for fantasy too, right there.
0: Yeah, it'll tell you like who, you know, who performed the best. And you know, if you if you get the subscription one, I'll tell you this coming week who,
1: you know, who I would target, waiver wire, stuff like that. So Oh yeah. Um and then we're gonna finish off the episode in segment three with our um, Thursday night predictions for week two
0: yeah I think I think it's what either Washington at New York or New York at Washington I'm not 100% sure they both played at home this past week so one of them is going to have two straight home games I don't remember yeah. uh, which one but it, th- that's going to be a good game I'll tell you
1: yeah the predictions will be coming like. in the third segment so if you're just here for that I guess you can just you know scroll to the third segment now. yeah but... if
0: you don't care what happened, you're <laughs> like yeah that's old news it's already Wednesday yeah I mean like I get it that's fine you know you do you I mean it's kind of a loser but whatever it doesn't matter keep yeah.
1: going uh, but I was just going to say, follow us on Instagram, at the underscore issue podcast, and then on Twitter, just at the issue podcast. Um, We also have our email, it is the issue mailbox at gmail.com, and um, I already mentioned, and we've mentioned the subscription, so go on, there is the link on Spotify, on our Spotify homepage, or if you go to our anchor homepage, it's on there, it's also in our link tree on our website, there's links for it everywhere. Um, it's pretty
0: hard to not be able to find stuff. right? You, uh, it's, you, it's mostly
1: you do a great job with that. so It's very easily accessible for everybody. So go sign up. Go listen. We are starting now with where you were right and wrong. All
0: right. So we'll start with right first. And also because it kind of happened the most recent is uh, Derek Carr. I've said before, you agree with me m- most of the time, right? When he has a bad game, you're like, yeah. Anyway, I'm mostly a Derek Carr fan. I always say he's somewhere between, like, the ninth and 13th best quarterback, but everyone ranks him as, like, the 18th. And I'm like, Derek Carr carries the Raiders almost yearly, whether it's only to a six-win season, seven-win season or not. Yeah. He's the only reason that they even win more than, like, three to four games most of the time. I would say last night, outside the two fumbles from the defense – you know, that the defense gave him, which I thought was, was phenomenal. Derek Carr, like carried that team. Like he played phenomenal and he outplayed a lot of other quarterbacks in this league. And, uh, you know, I was, it it feels good to be right there.
1: Yeah. Everybody,
0: nobody likes Derek Carr. I don't know why
1: Yeah, he did play really well. And I, you've always been a pretty decent supporter yeah. of Derek Carr
0: and like let, let's quit acting like the Ravens were like some decimated team I get it. like at running back yeah Marcus Peters is a big loss that's one guy out of 11 on your defense that defense is still a, a solid defense that's a top half defense
1: yeah, and they got run
0: yeah and they got they did not look good and especially and that's OT. probably gonna end up like I said a top 12 defense right so you know that, that that was a legit win for Derek Carr and he played really well all right how about to where where I missed where you kind of missed Okay, so I went. I went six and ten this week in my predictions. Right, I nailed the Thursday night game. We both did. We both got the Sunday night game. Both missed the Monday night game, and then you know in between on Sunday, um, yeah, I went. I went six and ten. It was a little rough. It was. It was rough. Okay. Um, That's a tough. You. Outlet. You did a little better. You went eight and eight. Yeah. How? Like I mean, so. You know, good what, for you, like what fuse. are my what
1: are my secrets? You. Thanks Thanks. Want to know We need to start We need to keep a
0: Oh running clock Of who wins each week Yeah I hold up I'm about to write it down We'll wager something We'll figure out what it'll be We're not gonna keep these papers
1: Um We'll keep Just like Rip off a corner
0: Ah Good idea Good idea Alright we'll just We'll just
1: Severely limited on resources As you guys can probably tell here
0: We're saving the paper For the Children I don't know
1: The trees We're... We're saving the trees
0: Saving trees Okay, we'll go, like, week one, Luke wins. I'll just write Luke.
1: Yeah. Or you could just write, you know, 1-0, and but whatever. All
0: right, whatever. Okay. All right. So, anyway, um, let's go back to the hits column. So, I don't know if you guys – I think I said a little bit of it on here and then also on the subscription one as well, now that information is kind of nullified. So, uh, you know, I'll tell you right now, I told you – to start Corey Davis and Chris Godwin, I said Chris Godwin had a very favorable matchup as the wideout two in his offense against Dallas, who last year was historically bad against wideout twos, especially from a fantasy perspective. I said start Chris Godwin, he went off. Um, and then Corey Davis as well, who had who caught two touchdowns, even in the loss. He got the only two touchdowns that Zach Wilson threw. Um, so that shows you that he is the trusted target of Zach Wilson. So I said start Corey Davis, and uh, he had a good game. Um, okay, how about Misses. Think about that Jalen Hurts game.
1: We were wrong, I have to say. I mean, initial reaction. I did, We. It has only been one week, right? So I'm not ready to just throw away everything that we've predicted all off season. Okay, I'm gonna need to see more than just one. All right, anomalies happen all the time. There's always outliers. Show me the average. Yep. I want to see. I want to see seven to eight games. Okay, um, but I will admit, through week one, yes, we are wrong. He looked, yeah. so, really, he looked really good.
0: Yeah, yeah, he looked good. Like, I agree. It's it's like an overreaction type week. It happens every year, and it's going to continue to happen every year in every sport ever, because that's kind of how it goes. But, you know, also, I can't, like, sit here. You know, I'm not going to sit here and, and call him the best quarterback ever. I can't call him the worst. And I mean, he played well. Now, yeah. it, it's Atlanta's defense. They're not good. So take it with the grain of salt i will say though i did see a stat jalen hurts now has like i think three or four or no i think it's three out of his like seven starts or six starts whatever in the nfl he has over 300 passing yards lamar has only done it one time and i do like lamar because he wins but i also have said that like there's a limitation on what you can do with lamar mm-hmm. that's a prime example so that's kind of a little bit where we were right continuing off that we were, we were kind of right about tua now i know he won the football game and I know it's was against a Bill Belichick defense in week one. Like, I get it. Like, it, you're not going to put up points. He only put up 17 points. He had a bad pick. He looked very uncomfortable. He made bad reads. You said he made some bad reads. You watched more of the game, that yeah. game, than
1: I did. What do mm-hmm. you think? Um, I mean, it was just almost like easy routine throws that should have been. Even some of the ones that were caught and the receptions that receivers made. Just absolute great adjustments and reads on. To, to haul those in, but I mean, there were a, a, a wide majority of the balls that I saw thrown from him, where I'm like, hmm, that you know, one could like, have been I, even a could, yard, or, could have been better. And, yeah, and he was, was, he was over throwing a lot over the middle. Yeah, and that's what worried me.
0: So this is exactly what I saw too. Like I'm sure a lot of his throws were fine. They were fine throws. Could have been better though. You know what I'm saying? Like they, which is exactly how I feel about Tua. Tua's a fine quarterback. He's fine. He's he's good. If he stays as their quarterback, he'll be anywhere between the. You know, 13th and 20th best quarterback every year, good enough to probably be in the league, right? But he's not gonna win you big, big, big games with his arm. Like it's just, I don't and and he like, I don't outs- see it. I don't see
1: it. He doesn't. He's not outstanding enough running the football either to say that he's even mobile enough to make up for his lack of arm talent. Yeah, he
0: did run in a touchdown this week, but it. You know, I'm not gonna I'm say he's mobile. Like he didn't make enough plays with his legs to where I'd be like, oh yeah, it's, it's Kyler Murray right there from the left side. And absolutely not. Nobody is. But. um... All right, how about a miss? This was for me this week, but also like kind of both of us because we both liked the Giants a little more than a lot of people did. Well, we were both wrong there, but you did predict them to lose this week, so you were kind of right. Yeah, I was way wrong. I predicted them to win. I like them honestly, you know, pretty up there in the division. I thought they were going to be a sneak team Maybe every year. There's like four teams that get way better, right? You know, like Miami from last year. You know, even even a little bit of the Giants in the, at the end. I thought they were just going to build on that. That offensive line is so bad, you can't build anything around anything there. You can't do, a like nothing. You you cannot function with an offensive line that bad. I have no idea what New York's gonna do.
1: Yeah, um, I mean it starts with the offensive line, and we're gonna get into how important that can be, um, especially with the Steelers coming up later in the episode. But yeah, you know, it didn't look good w- with New York. I did have some hope, and I still do have some hope, that they're going to be a good football team. Um, Historically, they don't look good in week one. I mean, we remember last year, for the first four to five weeks of the season, it seemed, they were horrendous, atrocious, atrocious, the worst team in the league. And they started to find their way and piece it together. They're going to have to do a little quicker than they did last year to do that this year. And And plus, it's going to be a little bit more competitive of a division if jalen hurts continues to play the way he is also and now, if Dak, yeah Dak's playing really
0: well da- uh dallas isn't bad and also i mean washington's really good i know they lost ryan fitzpatrick i'm not gonna sit here and say taylor heineke's that much less of a quarterback though than ryan fitzpatrick at this stage
1: i would definitely say this is the most improved division from last year so
0: just because they were so bad last year, it's it, hard to not be yeah. and it
1: only puts that much more pressure on the giants to try to figure it out this year
0: yeah i agree um okay how about let's go with detroit covering i told you guys that was like a sneaky little you know you know, back bet there, right? A little, little, uh, not, not too bad. Not a bad idea. Um, well, Detroit backdoored that. They 100% they were down 41, 17 with like two minutes left. I saw that. Or like three minutes left. Ended up covering 41, 33. Some, some lines had a seven and a half, which wouldn't, would obviously not be Detroit covering. because it was an eight point game. Uh, We, I said they would cover it was eight and a half at the time when I said that. Right. So I don't know. I saw some lines of seven and a half people being like, Oh, that didn't cover at all. It's like, well, Whatever line I said, it did because it was eight and a half. I remember that for a fact. Yeah. When when I said that they would cover that, um, okay. How about where we were wrong? Where mostly I was wrong. You kind of got it right. I knew Justin Herbert was good, but I didn't know he was good enough to, with a new brand new head coach, of almost brand new offensive line, go to Washington and beat the best front seven and one of the most well coached teams because Ron Rivera is a good coach at least fundamentally. A new coach. New offensive line, young team. You're going to go to a veteran, on the road, great front seven, head coach that's been to a Super Bowl. And, and you told me Justin Herbert would win that football game. i tell you, you're out of your mind. Well, if that game came up again, next year I'd still bet Washington. i think it's crazy, but Justin Herbert's an animal. So that's a he's a complete he's a game changer, absolutely. I would, I
1: would like to remind everybody that when I made this pick last week, You said why. You asked me why. And I said one reason, and I said Justin Herbert. You can go back. You can find the audio in our last episode. I said he's going to be the sole reason for this team to win, and I like his weapons, and they showed out. And I feel very good about that. And I really like Justin Herbert, and I think he has a very high ceiling. I like him and Joe Burrow a lot.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, uh, where we were right, Baker, um, I told you he was about the 12th to 15th, right, maybe even getting closer to 16th, 18th, And he right? played like it. Played fine, played fine, played fine, when he was playing with a lead, when the ball, when they were ripping off A carry, when he was throwing on, you know, second and two, third and inches, and he was, you know, a play fake, or if it was, you know... Third and four, right? He was throwing on plus downs. He was throwing on play action. Um, he was hitting his back foot. He was getting the ball, out. He, you know, nice. It was, it was great first three quarters for Baker. Great, awesome. Then they trailed. He had to throw the ball. The the running game was getting three a carry. He was throwing on third and eight, third and 11. You know, second and 11. Oh, well, what do you know? Um, three and out and a pick. Hmm. So, Tom Brady and... A minute and 24 seconds went down the field for a field goal. Actually threw three out of bounds at the end because he had so much time to do it. And he got there so fast. Um, Derek Carr led his team. Hmm. It's interesting. Uh, It almost seems like Baker's about the 15th best quarterback in the league, like I said. So he's not a top 100 player. You know who wins those games? Top 100 players do. You know who wins that? The guy on the flip side who was down, um, you know, double digits in that game. That's who wins those games. So, um, how about where we're wrong? Both of us, Cincinnati being decent and Minnesota being probably just as bad as last year. I tweeted. I said, I think Mike Zimmer is probably on the hot seat. Um, Yeah, it didn't look good for Minnesota at all.
1: Um, They looked very sloppy. A lot of penalties. Um, Just, they were not, they did not come ready to play. That is 100%. But on the flip side, Joe Burrow, I liked what he did a lot. You were impressed with Joe Burrow. I was. He made a lot of really nice throws. I, mean, I thought he looked fine. He looked um, it was cool to see him throw to Jamar Chase. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, that was sweet. Did you see the edit on TikTok too from LSU from from LSU to Cincy? Yeah. Yeah, they flipped it. But um, who else had that? It was another college connection in the same stadium, same spot. Oh, that was um, Devonte Smith and uh, and Jalen first. Hurts. Well, yeah, but Jalen Hurts didn't throw the ball in college. It was. It
0: was actually two of that threw that ball. Devontae Smith to win the national championship against Georgia. That's right. He caught his first NFL touchdown pass in the same exact end zone, same exact like corner spot. Mm-hmm. You know, it was almost down to a T, same exact spot. It was yeah. crazy. Um all right, that's actually all we have for hits and misses. Now let's go over some let's go over some big some big themes we didn't hit right there. Yeah. So Pittsburgh. First of all, I think they're going to be better than I, than I thought just because that defense is really good and will win them at least eight games. And I think Ben and the offense might be able to steal you one or two. So I, I think I said nine and eight. Ten and seven would feel good. I'd feel good about ten and seven. Buffalo's a good football team, like a really good football team. I did warn you a little bit with the with the J, uh, Josh Allen thing getting paid. I, I, don't, I still think he'll be fine because they haven't really started paying him yet. But, you know, just saying, I, I could— Say I called it a little bit, right, with Buffalo being not as good. I still think they're going to be a good team this year, a playoff team, probably the number two seed, right? Oh, yeah. But, wow, Pittsburgh looked good. I'm worried about the offensive line, though. I'm going to say it right now.
1: Yeah, um, that's, I think, everybody's main takeaway is that, wow, okay, our defense just looked like the like, top defense like in wow, T.J. Watt is defensive player of the year already. Yeah, but the main thing is, look, we drafted Najee, and he didn't exactly go off. He didn't exactly perform how I think people were expecting him to. I think people were coming out like 100 yards, you know,
0: leveling people, hurdling people that wasn't really the case.
1: No, um, it's hard to do when as soon as you touch the football, you're getting hit in your own backfield, and you're having to break tackles from literally negative – Three negative five yards in the backfield, you're already having to break tackles.
0: Yeah, I, I like Superman wouldn't have been able to run the football. Like Iron Man would have gotten no yards on Sunday. Like no. it's, it, it, you can't just look. I get Najee's a freak athlete, he's not a superhero. He can't just run through five dudes, all of them bigger than him. See, that's the and thing. most of them at the same time. Like, With
1: our offensive line is deceiving because our run blocking is so horrendous but our pass block and our pass protection is actually good. pretty good it's, it's pretty good ben has a- his top
0: 20 I'd say it's around you know the tenth, it's somewhere around there, ninth, tenth.
1: Ben had a relatively clean pocket the entire game. Yeah, I mean he, I think he was sacked maybe twice.
0: Ben kind of, Ben kind of disrupts his his own pocket sometimes with his little shifty, little weird you know like stuff little, that he like, does. He kind of just waddles around and sidearms it right, which is annoying. I got a little bit annoyed at that. So I think he honestly muddies his own pocket sometimes. I thought our offensive line looked pretty good pass blocking, run yeah. blocking so bad though, so bad.
1: Yeah, um, defensively though, oh my god, I mean. So good. Everybody was locked down. When, so good. And you watched the replays, too, when on the many plays that Josh Allen was pressured and forced to throw it away and sacked. And, I mean, there's just not a single receiver open downfield. I mean, between Minka, Joe Hayden, yep. even the linebacker, I, Devin Bush was great in coverage this week.
0: I thought Joe Schobert looked good as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, th- this the Pittsburgh defense had everybody locked down, and that's a very talented Buffalo offense.
0: Yeah, I thought Cam Sutton had a good game, too. I know he was Kind he did. Of, he was kind of there when they caught that touchdown pass, but I thought, the play he, the I thought he. I thought he rebounded really well. I thought Cam Sutton played a good game, especially because he had to step up into that CB two role. Right, Joe Hayden was one last year, but then Steven Nelson was two. Um, I thought, and then also he kind of played like a Mike Hilton slash Stephen Nelson type thing. He blitzed a little bit and he played DB a little bit, and I think I saw him at safety. Like he was good.
1: He was a really really good player on Sunday, and uh, he made yeah, the, it was good. He made the play of the game. He got got in the backfield on that last third down, whatever, or on the fourth down for the turnover on downs. That's right. I think he did. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, Okay. How about let's move to another one. Seattle. Russell Wilson looked like I'm always roped in to be like Russ is this year is MVP Russ right? This okay look I think this is the (laughs) best offensive and defensive team. Which look I get that. You said this on September
1: 16th last year. That's the day you made your prediction. It's September 15th. Maybe I do
0: overreaction, right? Maybe I do overreact a little bit. But it's not like overreacting to say Russ is an MVP candidate. Like every year. Like he's always in the conversation. Yeah. He hasn't got any votes. But he's always in the conversation. And he should get some votes. It's actually absurd that he has not gotten any votes yet. But I'm going to say it. This is the best offense I think he's had around him in his career. I think the, upgrade, the upgrades on the offensive line looked good against a really good Colts defense. I thought DK played okay. Tyler Lockett looks really, really good. I like the tight end... Uh, not yet, Gerald Everett, who I, by the way, have on my fantasy team. Wouldn't be a bad pickup. Mm-hmm. Um, the offensive line, like I said, held up. They have like four or five running backs deep that can carry the ball and be physical. They can wear on you. And then Russ on play action, good luck. Right? Also, I think the defense is way underrated. I think they're really good. I think Jamal Adams is good. They've done a lot to revamp that defense. I don't think it's terrible. I think it's, like, second to that Legion of Boomier, Like, second. I, I think it's a really good defense, which it helps Russ. If they get stops, Russ, that, that is good for him. Like, let's not pretend, like, complimentary football isn't good. I think I'm. I don't don't think it's like crazy
1: to say Ross might win MVP. No, I think the thing you just said about getting the ball back in Ross's hands and be able to create turnovers with that defense is going to be huge. Getting him extra possessions and it it just gives you more mathematically a better probability to win. Yeah. Um, Yeah, they look good. His throws though. Oh, his deep ball. That sky ball. Beautiful. To Tyler Lockett. Beautiful. I, he
0: throws the best deep ball it, in the league. It
1: landed. He didn't break stride, not even a little bit. He was still running in full stride, and, and it that landed thing perfectly fell.
0: as if dropped from the ceiling, just as if dropped from the roof of Lucas Oil Stadium, just straight down into his arms. Yeah, it, 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 it's the most gorgeous deep ball in the league, and I think number like the second is is Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray oh throws a gosh. beautiful ball, especially for being such a short guy. Beautiful too. ball, he and it's that big arm action and just. He balled out. The, that's a perfect segue. He went off. They beat the Titans 38-13. to We both thought Tennessee would be able to run the football and keep it away from Kyler because I didn't think that defense was going to be that good. I think just the addition of J.J. Watt isn't like, oh, they're obviously going to be the best defense in the league. I also didn't expect Chandler Jones to go off for five sacks, uh, I think a fourth fumble or two, right? But Kyler, oh, my God. He does things on the football field that literally no one else can do. Not Lamar, not Russ, nobody. Nobody.
1: It's extremely impressive.
0: Did you see the play where he went to roll right, made like three people miss, then had to roll back left, make a guy miss, throw off balance on a, on a weird arm plane, and hit a guy with great anticipation into a fairly tight window while the guy had to slide and go like catch it behind him because that was the only window that Kyler could put it in. That might be the best play I have ever seen in my life. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was beautiful. Kyler's so good. Let's see, any other big, big takeaways here? Um, I already said, you know, Philly, Philly looked good against Atlanta. I don't think Atlanta's that good of a team, so, uh, you know, take it as you will. I think take it with a grain of salt would be smart. Yeah. Sam Darnold looked happy, looked good. What happens when you give him weapons? Oh, he's, like, not that bad. He's not that bad. No, I do think only winning by five against the Jets at home, you know, could be better, could be better. But Sam didn't have any picks, at 102 pass rating. Looked pretty good.
1: He was what they needed him to be. Just manage the game, try to get a little bit more comfortable, figure out what it's like to play with non-lawn furniture, and, um, you know, just try to acclimate again. Because I I feel like playing for the Jets isn't like playing in the NFL.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: You know? I mean, it is because you're playing, like, NFL-caliber teams, but, like, the guys that you have around you, it's just you're so limited. Yeah,
0: I agree. Um, It's kind of about it for a big thought. I would say you could add, you know... Green Bay looked really bad. I don't think New Orleans is that good, though, and I don't think Green Bay is that bad. I think there's going to be a lot of people overreacting about this game. Now I understand it was a really bad loss, like the worst in Aaron's career. But let's be real, the Packers aren't going to be that bad for 17 games, and there's no way the Saints were that good for seven, like 16 more games. Like it just, I think that game was a little bit of it was kind of crazy. You know, I don't, I don't think that's going to be the Packers season in a nutshell i don't think that's the saints in a nutshell either
1: i think if anything it's just drama and, and it's a good story piece because of everything that came out of green bay this last off season, and now seeing this happen it's like oh maybe you should have went to training camp
0: huh like maybe, maybe some extra practice wouldn't have killed you you know? you know
1: and um and now seeing this it's just probably one of the worst like timed losses like this in in aaron's career yeah um it just it's not a good look for him right now it's not yeah
0: he's just gonna have to suffer through this one and uh look towards next week i guess but uh we'll look towards next segment we're going to come back give you guys the final rundown on just some of the nfl scores that way you guys have that news um just general info on what happened and then we'll give you our week one superlatives to wrap up week one and then we'll get into week two in the second segment Hey guys, what's going on? It's the guys over here at The Issue, excited to announce a new supplement opportunity for you guys through Phoenix Fitness, spelled FNX, capital X. Use code TJ2021 when you click the link in our link tree, or go to FNX.com, TJ2021, it'll get you 15% off store-wide. Go out and get yourself an AM protein blend, just drank mine, Orange dreamsicle. My personal favorite flavor. And then at nighttime, you can recover with their wide variety of BCA amino acid recovery formulas as well with creatine, glutamine, um, nighttime protein blend. It's a PM blend. Spice and melatonin in there puts you right to sleep. Go check it out. Phoenix Fitness. All right, all right, all right. Second segment here on The Issue is a Wednesday. It is not every action Monday for us. It's a reaction Wednesday for us, right? Yeah. yeah. First uh, episode after the first week, full week of NFL football. God, it was phenomenal. It was a um, great weekend. Oh, so good. Not a, not a great weekend for our picks, but, you know, it wasn't
1: terrible. Hey, the Steelers won in Pittsburgh, so it's Steelers happy won. here. Yeah. Um, You know, just the festivities around the NFL and and getting back into it and, and the Sundays just feel different Who and, have and thought?
0: Pittsburgh and uh Cincinnati at the top of the, at the top of the division there huh
1: yeah I would not it's have predicted different. those to it's be different. the the first two wins but you know nevertheless okay. happy about it though Pittsburgh got the win. but we already talked about Pittsburgh this is the segment we're here to talk about some other games
0: yeah so how about um Houston surprised me a little bit. I think, I think the bigger surprise was how bad Jacksonville was, not even how good Houston was. I mean, Houston, it's a veteran roster. It's like one of the oldest rosters in the league, right? They're looking to get younger. They're, I think they're going to you know, move off to Sean Watson, move a bunch of people, get some picks probably, right? Yep. So they're, they're kind of like very, very much rebuilding. So are the Jaguars. I did not realize how bad the Jags are. Oh, it's so bad. It's bad. And now the rumors are already flying that Urban has, is eyeing the USC job. I knew it. I knew it. I told you he wasn't. he's not built for this. Did I not say it?
1: Yeah, you did. Um, you said he already looks like he wants to quit.
0: <laughs> look, I, I, look, I don't know if he will take the USC job. I don't. I did, look, it's all, probably all rumors, speculation, right? Did things get out because people want things to get out? There are rumors because people want rumors. There's a reason that that's getting out, right? Because there's, there's, there's some sort of truth that Urban's not happy already, just like I knew he wouldn't be. Um, but the Texans look good. Look, everyone's like, oh, where would this come from? Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor's got like a winning record, and he's been playing for the Browns when they were bad, the Bills when they were bad. Like Tyrod Taylor can play; like, he's he's a good player. Yeah, um, he impressed me a little bit. Yeah, he did. He showed I mean, up. I didn't expect him to do that well. I didn't expect the whole team to do that well. I thought Jacksonville was going to win, but I'm not like shocked.
1: I'm like floored
0: that Tyrod had a good game. No, um, I don't think they're going to have a great season,
1: but no, I, I mean, still I still think they're going
0: to win like four games, maybe.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think our predictions will still end up holding up. I'm like not, fairly, fairly like close. The yeah. anomalies from this week, I'm not too worried about. Yeah, I think it'll all even out.
0: How about uh, Casey beats Cleveland? We touched on it a little bit talking about Baker. Look, this is exactly how I thought the game would go. I, I expected Cleveland to run the football, keep it away from Mahomes at some point, lead. I didn't think they would be up by 15 at one point, but I knew they would, you know, play a good game. But at the end of the day, in the in the third, late third, and, and fourth quarter, who do I want at quarterback? I want Patrick Mahomes over, over Baker Mayfield, and that proved. One hundred percent true. It wasn't even close. Baker threw a pick and had a three and out on two drives where he absolutely needed to score at least a field goal. And Patrick Mahomes in the fourth quarter had like a hundred and forty something pass rating. So I, you know. That's exact that was that was the only takeaway I really had from Cleveland that Baker is once again a trailer, not a truck. He's the reason he'll never be the reason you win, but he can be the reason you lose. Period. Mic drop. All right, how about uh, Miami beat Tennessee? It looked like uh, Bill Belichick coaching against Bill Belichick. Um, Brian Flores being a Bill Belichick disciple, um, did it not look like the same team to you? Defense, so special teams, safe throws, running the football. Was it not the same it with The same team.
1: like what we've watched for the past couple of years now.
0: Like the Dolphins looked like a Bill Belichick coach team because Brian Flores is instilling those same like type of values. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was a fairly boring game to watch if you watched a lot of it. It was, and, and two was not the most flashy guy. That was Mac Jones. Which, by the way, what did you think of Mac Jones' debut? I didn't think It, it wasn't was, terrible. I didn't
1: think it was horrible. I mean, 29 for 39, 281 yards, a touchdown, no picks, 102, QBR. First game in the league, throwing no picks, not turning the ball over. That's that's really one of the main goals you have. Just go in, don't, don't make it too many mistakes. You're a rookie, you're going to make mistakes. Don't make too many mistakes. Try to hold on to the football. I thought I thought Mac Jones outplayed Tua, even though Tua
0: won. Uh, Mac Jones had them in a position to score until Damian Harris fumbled. Uh, Mac Jones Mac Jones threw the ball more than Tua did, twelve more times to be exact. So, you know, kind of a little more more fate there. And that that's and the, the Patriots are generally thought of more of a power running team. Dolphins have weapons on the outside. It's kind of where they took the ball out of Tua's hands a little bit and put it. Not into Max Jones' hands because that's not how it works, but you know what I mean. And and, and New England put it in Max' hands. So uh, it's saying something. It's saying something. How about uh, that game that you called that I didn't? I said the Giants would win. You said Denver. Why did you say Denver and why were you right?
1: Uh, I just didn't trust the Giants to come out of the gate strong. Um, we looked and I know the last couple of years the Giants haven't gotten started off strong. Um, and plus, Denver's made a couple moves in the off season to fix a little bit of the secondary of that defense. Yeah, where I secondary thought that really good actually. Where yeah, where I thought that they were going to be able to, you know, hold Daniel Jones where Daniel Jones usually is. Yeah, like, you like, know what like I mean? average to below average. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I didn't no. think I didn't think they were going to let him get too many big, you know, breakaway, fla- flashy momentum turning plays in the game, and yeah. and they didn't. They held
0: Saquon up too. They did. Uh, I played Saquon fantasy this week and they had five point four points. Thank God. Um, but uh, moving on, let's get let's get to that Sunday night game and the Monday night game. These are the last two I want to talk about here. In the last two that we need to talk about. Um, God, LA looked like they were top three team in the NFL. We we bumped them down for Seattle. and I still think that might be true. Like it's game one. Like give me, you know, give me ten games when, uh, you know, LA doesn't have the top back and you know maybe wide out threes or van jefferson's hurt maybe you know something like like there's gonna be an injury right they're gonna be an injury on the offensive line like you know give me 10 games but right now they look like they're a top three team i don't know that's just me yeah stafford looks like he's finally happy looks like
1: he's you know where he needs to be i think he found his place um i do like the rams a lot Uh, i think between their defense and now their offense is insanely explosive i i I've never seen a ball leave Matt Stafford's hand like I saw it was from really that good. one drone shot behind him, where he just lets yeah. it rip to that right corner. Yeah, I was like, wow, he let that thing ride. Yeah, but um, he looked really good. The defense looked really good. His weapons look good. His offensive line looks good. They're going to be a great team. Um, so right now, I'm going to put you on the spot. <clears throat> what do you do in
0: uh, Chicago? Like, what do you what do you do with that quarterback situation? Look, Matt Nagy needs to win games, like, period. Like, he's losing a lot. He's made some big swings as a head coach, and he's losing a lot, and the franchise is not going to sit there and put up with it that much longer. The GM's on the hot seat as well. You know, you you draft Trubisky over Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes. Right, that was the same year, I think, Mahomes. Yeah. Definitely Deshaun Watson, I remember that for sure. And, uh, you know, it was was Mahomes as well. You, You miss out on Next level talented guys to take Mitch Trubisky didn't work out. You do you, like you're, you're starting Andy Dalton right now. Andy Dalton is probably most likely not better than Mitch Trubisky. I'm going to say it right now. He's I don't I don't think he is. You I think do you do you have to put Justin Fields in? Is my question.
1: I think you do to revitalize the city, the fan base, the organization. Even the players in the locker room. I don't think the players in the locker room want to go watch Andy Dalton's 14th rebuilding season and see what he can scrape together so that they can hopefully get more draft picks this year. No, you drafted Justin Fields. All the other rookie quarterbacks seem to be playing. Throw him in. Let's go.
0: I'm with you. I, I, I think it's – they're not going to win. Like, they're not – that's not a – Super Bowl What's the trade-off? team
1: either. What's the trade-off? You're going to start Andy Dalton and you're going to lose, or you're going to start Justin Fields and you're going to lose. Or you could start Justin Fields and he could have a huge upside and start winning you games. Yeah. You know that you know, Andy Dalton, I'm going to make this prediction right now, I don't think Andy Dalton's going to go on some winning tear at this point in his career, in, his se- in this season especially. I'm with you. So I think there's way more upside and not really that much of a downside in starting Justin Fields because – I mean, your upside isn't that I, high with I, I, Andy Dalton.
0: I think you got to see what, know what you're working with. We know Justin Fields is a super talent. There's been a lot of super talents coming to the league. There's not a lot of super quarterbacks, in that, uh, NFL quarterbacks. It's hard. It's a tough position to play. We got to see if this kid can play. Yeah. Like, I, you I look secretly. You don't think Miami would have liked to see two over 16 games last year? Like, if you went back in time and you were like. Come on, would you would you really start Ryan Fitzpatrick that much? I'm thinking they'd probably be like, no, because they would probably would have liked to see how well Tua could have been, or like could you know could have done so they could see what they truly have. You got to see what you have in Justin Fields.
1: Yeah, you do, uh, and I think bringing him in every 10 plays isn't the way to use. That him is either. not it. That That's it. a way to get him possibly injured. That's, if you're not yeah. going to play him, sit him. If you're going to yeah. play him, play him. Yeah. Don't be bringing him in just, just to run around. the foot just to run the football on goal line. He's going to have to put his shoulder down eventually. Yeah, it's a goal. You, you're running him in goal line
0: scenarios. Like, There's a lot of guys in there. There's a lot of bodies. That, that's where ankles get rolled. That's where Carson Wentz got hurt. But, you know when he was playing at an MVP level, hasn't returned to there since. And look, I don't know. You if You think he, Philly, if you went back in time, would say, "Yeah, let's run Carson again on the goal line"? They'd be like, "Absolutely not."
1: I don't think, and I don't know if you guys have noticed this yet, but uh, Justin Fields isn't like the biggest framed guy. Well, I mean, he's pretty. He's, he's like six three two twenty five. He's well, a big dude. Well, yeah, but not. He's not. He's to... not
0: like massive. Yeah, he's not like six five. He's not a Josh Allen. He's not Josh Allen. You're right. You're
1: right. Um,
0: I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I think you got to start Justin or oh my god, Justin Fields. Yeah, start Justin Fields, and uh, let see what you have. And then maybe don't run him as much on the goal line. Let's like let's let him let him use his legs for like third and eleven. Defense cannot afford to put a spy out there. Yes, yeah, they have to drop six DBs because you're in an empty set, so they have no spy. And he and he scampers for 13, slides down, boom, you got yourself a drive. Yes, yeah, that's when you need Justin Fields' legs.
1: Stop trying to be Taysom Hill from last year. Stop. Yeah, and even this year still. Yeah, Stop. you're not going to be him. Yeah, and and nor do you need to be him. And, and do they need a guy like him? Yeah, they don't. Yeah. They need they you need to be a, quarterback. a good quarterback, yeah, man. They, they don't drafted need a gadget you. Guy. No. Yeah, they drafted you to throw the football and to be a quarterback. Well, yeah, him. but
0: they need to play him like that. It's not even his fault. They need to play him like
1: that. Oh well, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Um. Okay. How about that Monday night game? Um. Okay. I don't want. I'm not going to say it. I'm going to say it.
1: We Lamar. Were wrong. Lamar.
0: Well. Well. Yeah. We were wrong. Lamar looked like Lamar should look like the you know I don't know eighth seventh seventh eighth best quarterback in the NFL yeah those aren't mistakes that Patrick Mahomes makes I don't I mean Aaron Rodgers lost but you know when he's in a tight game in the fourth I don't see him lose two fumbles to lose Tom Brady wouldn't do that you I know mean, like I'm not saying he's Tom Brady like obviously but if he wants to be regarded as one of the best quarterbacks in the National Football League. You have to go better than 19 for 30 for 235 and a touchdown. Look, I get it. That's a 98 QBR. That's fine. Dock the QBR like, I don't know, 20 points off the top for the fumbles. How about that? He had a bad game. If you fumble twice to lose the football game, you have a bad game. I don't care if you go 30 for 30 for 400 yards, two touchdowns. But probably That's probably 153 Or 150, what, 8.3 or whatever perfect is? That's probably perfect pass rating. I'm going to give you a perfect pass rating, perfect game. If you fumble twice at the end of the, towards the end of regulation to set up a game-tying field goal, and then in overtime to win, to lose, like, to lose the football game, you are not a top-five quarterback. You're not a top-eight quarterback, maybe. Like, you have to perform, you have to perform when it counts. Ask Baker Mayfield if he cares about his first three quarters yesterday. He told you in the presser he didn't. He said, "Yeah, it doesn't matter what I did in the first three. It's about how you finish. It's about those big moments. It's about those three to four big
1: throws a game,
0: Lamar. It's about those three to four big big plays a game." But good lord, the Raiders shocked me.
1: They did shock me. Derek Card. I, was like not I knew the, Derek Carr was going to be. Good he though. wasn't the one that was going to shock me, but them as a unit, they played really well. Their defensive line actually got some pressure on Lamar.
0: Yeah, and they, they could not rush the passer last year. They looked. Decent,
1: they did, and they covered well. Um, you know, Hollywood Brown, I think, was a non factor, really. Was he, was he their leading receiver? But like, he,
0: he had six for 69 and a touchdown, which isn't
1: like crazy. He,
0: I wouldn't say he like went off, yeah. I would say they what they did best was limit Mark Andrews, who had three catches for 20 yards,
1: right? Um, they did blanket him, man,
0: yeah, yeah. But uh, I was like really surprised, also though. So, that's, that was my first thought. And then also I thought, am I, though? Because John Gruden wins a lot in September. His issue is he can't win in December and January. The issue is in the last, like, two months of the season, he's got a 35% winning percentage. Like, that, you know, the issue is in his September record. Like, he always wins early in the year. Like, that doesn't surprise me. So.
1: Yeah, that is his thing, huh? They were in it for
0: a while last year. They were, like, 7-4. and four. You know, they were looking pretty decent. And then, right, poof, lost everything. Right down the toilet. Yeah. Um... I think that's actually all we have for our week one, like, you know, recap, I guess. Yeah. I think let's finish it off with our week one superlatives. So this is just going to be a little bit of, like, best player stuff like that. So let's go with best quarterback. I'm going to go with Kyler Murray. Like, he made plays that nobody else in the world can make. Like I said, Lamar is great. He's elusive. He's not that. Russell Wilson's good. He's elusive. He's quick. He's not that. That was one of the best performances I've seen uh, from a quarterback in the last you know couple years. That was really impressive. I thought Kyler played out of his mind. I'd give him best overall player this week too.
1: Yeah, that was um, that was a performance, man. Five touchdowns total. Yeah. I mean, and then just the like escapability, said, it, and then still being able to throw off of his back foot, falling down backwards, and
0: it, it was it was mightily impressive. It was one of the best performances I've seen, like I said, from a quarterback in the last couple years. Let's go, best running back. Now I'm gonna go with Joe Mixon. Right here's why. Mike Zimmer's a defensive head coach, the Vikings head coach. Against a defensive head coach, and a, with a with a bad offensive line, Joe Mixon ran for what 130 yards, something like that, right. touchdown.
1: A 129 and a touchdown. Yeah. yeah.
0: He looked really good. He 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 had he was decisive. I liked it. He put his foot in ground. He ran the football hard. Um, I well, I actually watched a decent amount of that game. I was a little upset that I, I can't believe Minnesota is that bad. I was talking about how Mike Zimmer. I'm not sure. How many, how many more losses to, like, a Cincinnati-type franchise you can have before, you know, you're not the coach anymore? Yeah. Um, but best running back, definitely Joe Mixon. He he earned that. Let's go best wide receiver, Tyreek Hill. But 11 catches, almost 200 yards, a touchdown, a late touchdown, a crucial touchdown. Got behind the defense, made a really nice move to even get open. So it's kind of one of those where Mahomes just throws it up. It's a, like a jump ball, and he's got to, like, maneuver on the corner. It, it was beautiful. And uh, then obviously raised to the end zone touchdown. It, it was a big, a really big touchdown and just overall
1: production it was it was beautiful. And plus now that we know that it's confirmed that Patrick Mahomes sometimes just thinks F, F it, it Tyreek's down there. And Tyreek's down there and just hucks it up.
0: People were actually kind of giving him a little like not good. You know, they're kind of giving a little like, you know, rub on pushback. Yeah, they were rubbing on a little bit for it. Um I don't get it. Like Tyreek Hill is a world class athlete. Like if you like you you Look, the quarterback's job is to get the ball to the playmakers. Like, as good... Look, I get that Patrick Mahomes is good, and he is in himself a playmaker. At the end of the day, you could boil his job down to get the ball into a better athlete's hands. I like Mahomes, and he's the best quarterback. He's not the best athlete. Not even on his team. Tyree Hill's insane. Travis Kelsey's a freak of nature. Get the ball into a better athlete's hands. That's kind of the name of the game as a quarterback. Yeah. So, yeah, throw it down to Tyree Hill. Who cares if you just throw it up? All right, best tight end. I'm going to go Darren Waller. First of all, which I get that targets is a weird stat, like, oh, you got targeted, like, that doesn't matter, like, the amount of time you catch the ball, but also some of them were some bad throws on Derek Carr's part that were caused by some pressure, or, like, you know, the window just wasn't there, he had to kind of throw in a weird window, awkward, you know, so that's why he didn't catch more of them, also, he dropped, I think, two, or at least had, you know, made a bad read on it, he went to go catch one with one hand that he should have went up with two, and he could have went up with two, but overall, he played a phenomenal game. I think it was like 10 catches, 105 yards, something like that, and a touchdown. A crucial touchdown again. And uh, yeah, he's, he's huge. He's massive. He's like, What is he, like 6'6", six, 6'7"? Six, six,
1: yeah, and I think like Moves two, like a wide out. Like 240.
0: He moves like a wide out. Yeah. It, it's an absolute sight to
1: be seen. Great story, too. Yeah. Great story. Yeah,
0: comeback story. Yeah. Um, you know, trouble with, like, depression and drugs and yeah. a bunch of stuff.
1: Walked his way right back into the league and yep. played earned himself a way, great... Yeah. yeah, I mean... Played
0: himself, earned himself, you know, to be noted as probably a top three, top five, tight end, this week top one.
1: Had a hell of a game.
0: Yeah. How about let's go with uh, the biggest sleeper, in my opinion, because I gave him a lot of, you know, a lot of flack, right? David Montgomery. I don't think he's a top 10... I don't think he's a really a top 15 running back, generally speaking but he looked good against a really good Rams defense. He was breaking, I saw him break a tackle from Aaron Donald. No, you don't break Aaron Donald tackles. Like, that doesn't exist. Like, look up the highlights of Aaron Donald missing tackles. It's probably about a 30-second video on YouTube. Um, he was breaking tackles from Aaron Donald. He played really well, over 100 yards. I think he had a touchdown. So, yeah, I mean, David Montgomery, you know, kudos to him. I was I was a little bit wrong there. Go biggest disappointment. Do you watch this game at all? The Green Bay game. Yeah, I think you already know what I'm talking about for biggest disappointment.
1: Yeah, yeah, I did watch that game a little bit. It Aaron Rodgers. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's not a, that's not. Yeah, two too picks crazy.
0: got pulled eventually for Jordan Love, which I get. You don't want to hurt. You don't want to get Aaron Rodgers hurt. Like, you, you,
1: yeah. <laughs> well, he's down 38 to three. Yeah,
0: like that makes sense. But uh, oh, that
1: was rough to watch.
0: That was wow. Rough. I was hoping it would be good because I was like, oh, this should be a good game. Turned it on the big screen. Had the red zone on the side. That was a bad idea, yeah. right? It was, a, it was a bad game.
1: What a sightless, like a slight, subtle little flex right there. We turned that one on the big screen, yeah. And then, you know, uh, it just had a red zone. Whatever. You know, that that red zone thing over on the side. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, all right, let's go with best defensive player. I don't even have it written down, but I just forgot. Chandler Jones, five sacks. I think two forced fumbles, or I know at least one for sure that resulted in a touchdown. So, really good game. I thought he was one of the reasons Arizona won. Him being able to get the ball back to Kyler Murray was phenomenal. The reason that Kyler had a great game. And uh best entire defense, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the Steelers on this one because Josh Allen on that offense that was probably regarded as one of the top three to five offenses in the league. I would say you I mean, and they probably will be eventually at the end of the year. The Steelers held them to thirteen points. Yeah. TJ Watt had two sacks, a forced fumble. Melvin Ingram looked really good. Our new signing from the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That he was nice. Amazing. He didn't record any sacks, but the quarterback hurries and the pressures were, were exactly where I wanted to And the wanted. run stopping, too. Yeah, I wanted to see it from a statistical standpoint. He got in there enough for me. Uh, he looked really good. We already talked about Cam uh, Sutton as well. He looked phenomenal. Yeah. Even Joe Hayden looked good. Walking up to Steph- Stephon Diggs, like, enough, right? You limited him enough. It's a bend, don't break type of thing. And uh, they looked really good. So that is it for our week one superlatives. Anything we missed for the superlatives?
1: No, I just wanted to add that that Steelers defense is dangerous. I think it's top of the league. Um, it, or if not top, number two. Um, I, think I think it'll win you about
0: seven to eight games. And I think if Ben could steal two to three, Ben in the offense, then I think you're looking at a 10-win team.
1: Yeah. Um, I definitely think the defense is going to be the only thing that gives this team a shot this year. Uh, I'm not saying I hate our offense. I'm not saying I hate our offensive pieces. But the defense is for sure the focal point of our team. And, um, no, it's
0: yeah, it's nice to see. It's nice to see after having such a
1: horrible secondary for, like, three years in a row and Artie Burns. Three,
0: oh, my God. Three plus. God, they used to be so bad. But, yeah, it does feel good. And, uh, yeah, yeah. but anyway, that's about all we have for you for our week one. That wraps up almost – Actually, no, that wraps up everything we have for Week 1. No more Week 1. We're putting on the rearview mirror. We're looking ahead to Week 2. We have Thursday Night Football Predictions in our third segment. Uh, so come back and join us. What's up, guys? It's the uh, boys here from The Issue. We just wanted to give the guys over at Rockville a formal shout-out.
1: Yeah, they are fantastic. They have everything from lighting to audio for your car, your boat, and power sports, along with, you know, that's even where we got our new equipment for the studio.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. For some great equipment, um, hit up Rockville Audio. Check out their great prices um, for all your audio, uh, podcast, microphone needs.
1: Third segment of the issue here on Wednesday, September 15th. Finishing it out with our... Thursday night predictions.
0: Yeah, give me a little bit of a short segment just to kind of wrap up. Um, you know, today we're just going to give you our Thursday night predictions. There's not, you know, not too much else to look forward to here. Um, it's football season. That's what we're talking about. We are going to be almost 100% football. Like 99.9% football until football's over. I, once baseball, like, you know,
1: gets postseason like go. Postseason,
0: then, then we'll focus on that a little bit. But right now, it's football time, baby. Come on now. So the Giants traveling to Washington to play the Washington football team. 820 on NFL Network Thursday night. Daniel Jones, Taylor Heineke, your starting quarterbacks for the contest. Okay. Fighting out of the red corner. You have Washington <laughs> with a great front seven. Really good defense. Well coached. Said this before, well coached. Quarterback play, you, you get a gamer in Taylor Heineke. Standing at, I don't know, probably like 6'2", you know, 185. Quite a gamer fighting out of the red corner. In the blue corner, you have uh, the Giants, who are atrocious up front, can't block anybody. No idea what Daniel Jones are going to get every week. Are you going to get Danny Dimes? Are you going to get Danny uh, Fumbles the Bag? Are you, uh, you going to get Saquon, who uh, looks like his ACL is still mildly torn? Or are you going to get Saquon that is the best running back in the league? Like, there's a lot of question marks with with
1: New York. There are, and um, those are some red flags, uh, especially going up against a defensive front like Washington. They are going to torture Daniel Jones this week. Yeah, going to torture that man.
0: Yeah, I agree. I so getting into predictions because that, that that's the sole purpose why I'm predicting Washington. But I mean, like I guess again, among other reasons, that is the main reason I'm uh, predicting Washington. Their front seven is going to make the Giants look foolish. It is not even going to be close. They like. Do you guys understand how bad Patrick Mahomes looked in the Super Bowl? Like how bad that was for the Chiefs. His offensive line then was exponentially better than the Chiefs at the time, or than the uh, the Giants today. His offensive line at that time was way better than what the Giants have right now, and I would argue that the front seven for Washington is probably better than the front seven for Tampa Bay. Do you understand how bad Mahomes looked? It is going to be that, but even worse, because Taylor Heineke isn't Mahomes, and he's not throwing to Tyree Kill or Travis Kelsey. It's going to be bad. Or, I'm sorry, Daniel Jones. I say. Isn't throwing to them. It is going to be bad. Washington is going to eat New York alive. Um, the over-under is 40-and-a-half. I'm going to go with the under because I think, I think this has upset potential written, written all over it. Or not upset potential, shutout potential, I'm sorry. Like, like the Giants scoring no points is 100% a possibility. I don't know, what do you think?
1: Yeah, Um. I think the same exact thing. I like Washington and I like the under. <clears throat> and because I, mean, I don't think you're going to see much high-powered offense out of Washington. I don't think they put up enough to go over that 40 mark on their own. And I think it will mostly be Washington scoring on their own because, look, if Saquon had that much trouble rushing last week, well, it's only going to get harder now against a better defensive line and an arguably better linebacking core and safeties that can come up and stop the run. So I don't see the run game being great.
0: I I don't see the pass
1: game being great because he's not going to have any. Daniel Jones will have no No time time to get the ball out. No time to go through any progressions, any reads. He's going to be extremely limited. He will have no run game. They will be extremely one-dimensional. I don't even think you could call them one-dimensional because I don't think their pass game will be there either. So I I, like Washington. I think they're going to win. Yeah. Uh,
0: I'm not going to give you, you know. Any more betting info there, but...
1: uh, You can get that betting info on the issue mic'd up. Yeah.
0: I would say keys to win. Washington, don't turn the ball over. You don't need to give the Giants more opportunities, right? Because, like, the Giants are going to be bad. Like, don't give them more of a chance, right? You know what I'm saying? Don't let them breathe. Like, really step on their throat. Yeah, exactly. That's perfect. That's a perfect thing. Don't don't, don't let them breathe. Like, don't give them the ball back and do them any favors. Play a clean football game. Because all you have to do, you don't have to play great. You just have to play a nice B minus clean football game. Don't Pittsburgh it. Yeah, don't don't Pittsburgh. Don't go into a team. Don't go into a game where you're when you're playing a way inferior team and overcomplicated, turn the ball over and uh you look up in the fourth quarter, you're down by two touchdowns. Like don't don't do that. Don't do that. Go out there, turn, don't turn the ball over. Rip off four a play, five a play. Have have yourself a good game. Score, you know, twenty four points and win the
1: and win the football game. That's it. That's yeah. all you have to do. Um and that is just about it for this episode. We got the Thursday predictions in. That's locked in. Uh we'll see how we do this week. I'm coming out of a nice win. Hopefully yeah, I don't have yeah. a little win hangover this week, but I'm going to We'll see. I feel like we'll see. you know the predictions coming up be ready for the episode will be out on Saturday. Yeah. Um the predictions this week will, I
0: haven't even I haven't even previewed too much already. Neither have I. I'm about to uh you know later tonight tomorrow. Into friday so
1: do a little research let's make this thing competitive
0: absolutely oh yeah whatever (laughs) get out of here i think Uh, we'll both be right with washington
1: yeah i think
0: i I, I, i'm eyeing a couple that that i might hit on
1: there you go we'll see uh so we will be back on saturday but we will have a subscription episode the issue mic'd up out on friday so go subscribe um so you can listen there and get all of our you know betting info, fantasy, fantasy stuff. Fantasy like, is going to be big this week. Come on. You know you want to listen to it. Um, so go on, subscribe. Uh, follow our Instagram at the underscore issue podcast, and then go over to our Twitter. Follow that. That is just at the issue podcast. Send us an email, the issue mailbox at gmail.com, and then also go to our website. Go to our link tree. Uh, it's all in the bio of our Instagram, of our Twitter. You know You can get there. You can get to the website. Uh, Guys, thank you for listening. That was the issue.